You're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton, and we're bringing you this episode from the command deck of the Randy Pitchford USB-3 space shuttle, <laughs> lost somewhere in the far reaches of the Andromeda galaxy. Tonight, I'm joined by a space cadet with over 420 confirmed sexual space conquests, Kyle Sandin. These uh, may or may not have arisen from my original conquest to find the best space marijuanas. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and also joining us is the widely acclaimed author of 69 Klingon phrases for the bedroom, Brooks Nickel. I can't speak Klingon. That is a damning confession for someone who has written written a book called 69 Klingon Phrases for the Bedroom. I really wanted to say something cool and cling on right there, but that, there are courses for that. That's a, There's a lot that goes into that. There's an alphabet. He was, he was probably on acid when he did it. Yeah. That's not cling on your reading, but you won't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, tonight we are going to talk No Man's Sky Beyond is why we're joining our listeners from space. Before that, we're going to go over some news, and I'm going to let... My man Brooks kick us off with uh, some of the things that Microsoft showed at GamesCon. Yeah, uh, in particular, the Gears 5 Horde mode. Ayo. Is what I'm talking about. Uh, it looks like Gears <laughs> Gears of War. It's Horde mode. Yeah. Did they show no, off anything uh, new? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, I, I, I'll give it more credit than I am. I'm being an asshole. I apologize. Um, I'm just not a huge fan of that. Uh, Gears of War anymore. Uh, maybe this one will be better. But yeah, there's some, um, like, they're treating their characters as operators now. Um, so there are operator abilities that look really cool. They're almost like supers or ultimates in other games. Um, so there's one where you can go invisible, and there's one where you can call in an artillery strike, and a whole bunch of different stuff that you can kind of play through horde mode with maybe some different team comps, which is an interesting idea uh, to add to Gears of War. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, I saw that um, amongst their kind of their bonus characters for the mode, they have two of the characters from Halo Reach. Saw that. <laughs> um, which was kind of neat because one of their abilities was like the bubble shield, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Uh, throwing yeah, that down and stuff. And I, I didn't oh, see really? what... Yeah, like Sarah That's Connor awesome. from Terminator is one of the characters. I think she may be like a DLC ah. one. I didn't see what her ability was, though. I missed that part. I don't know Time travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she ages and maintains just her, her shredded female form, dude. Of course. <laughs> she stays muscly and, and intimidating, no matter time or, or elements or, or calories. <laughs> That's right. It's her <laughs> ultimate ability. She's on the keto diet. Oh God, aren't we all? Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it looked good. I thought the addition of supers will at least mix it up a little bit. I'm with you guys on that. Like horde mode is probably the least interesting thing about that game to me because you know the the multiplayer we all had a pretty good time with just the PvP and then I can't remember that mode they have where it's like a three person kind of timed thing where you have to. Uh, like go into like a locust hive thing, whatever, and escape or whatever. You like plant a detonator and then get out. I can't remember what that mode's called. Oh yeah, curious about uh, that one. 
You're talking about Horde. It's not Horde. Uh, it's it's a different <laughs> mode than they've had before. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm not super excited about Horde. I feel like they would need to add more than just some super abilities and, and yeah. class-specific stuff. I, that'll add a margin of depth to it, but I don't know. Just fighting endless waves is kind of... It was yeah. pretty interesting to listen to him talk about the kind of control schemes and stuff that they're going to implement um, to make it more accessible for players. So, you know, single stick control, um, being able to turn a lot of the feedback stuff off, um, which, you know, while I think they're doing it to allow, you know, maybe people with some disabilities and stuff to play their game, at the same time, it makes it very customizable for anyone. And so I think you can find a control scheme that really works for you, which seems pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just for Horde or across the whole game. I'd assume it'd be across the whole game. I wish wish more games would allow you to do specific key bindings and stuff. There are very mm-hmm. few that, that do outside of like the PC realm, but that would be super yeah. nice. After they showed off uh, Gears Horde mode, they also went into what's being added to Game Pass in the coming weeks. And it's sexy. It is pretty mm-hmm. damn good. Um, Age of Empires, the definitive collection, will be on yeah. PC, unfortunately. Yeah. As will Ape Out, will be a PC exclusive. And yeah. then, was there one more? No, those might be the only PC exclusives. Um, after that, we've got Devil May Cry 5, which came out on the 19th, so you can play that now. Uh, that's one that came out early in the year. That's one we, we may revisit just to cover... Kind of like we did Metro, a game that came out before we really started the podcast, and that way we can give our two cents on it. But you may revisit. He <laughs> got no interest. I, <laughs> I I played a demo of it, and I thought it was okay. Yeah, it, good then. yeah it wouldn't. The demo was fine. Um, we've got Stellaris, which is kind of like a almost like a civilization game in space, and so that one seems pretty cool. Friend of the show Jay likes that one, so. I'll probably check it out just based on his interest in it. And then da, 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 Kingdom Come Deliverance came out on the 19th as well. Yeah, that one's good. I mean, it's not. That one's worth a little bit of time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it's like over there. Yeah, I haven't. I hadn't played that one. I know you did, Brooks. I've, I've heard that they improved some of the maybe less user-friendly aspects of it. I still think it's like a pretty hardcore sim and kind of difficult to control and all that stuff. But I think some of the, just like managing your saves and stuff, they kind of get a little more user-friendly. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, Eddie, the things are rough. Might be well, nothing's pitching to... my tent yet. Okay, well, we got Bard's Tale 4, Kyle. I know you're a big fan of the first three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And closing out the month, we have Blair Witch, which I am legitimately excited for. Yeah, I think that one's pretty awesome. We can all load up and get spooked yeah. together. Right. <laughs> that would be fun. Get super drunk. <laughs> yes, yeah. But that one looks really good. Um, yeah, it seems like, like a, a decent kind of surprise announcements for, for Gamescom. Nobody was really that to be announced. Uh, so, cool. Devil May Cry 5 is a big get. Uh, something that came out just earlier this year. Yes, 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 yes. Kyle, 
why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, we over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about Apex. I mean, we've mentioned them in almost every episode for probably three or four weeks. And, and the first mention, we were like, oh, hey, they're adding a solo mode. That's pretty cool. It'll probably be rough, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then we had a story where we talked about how in the solo mode, to get all the cosmetics, it would cost you $170. And That's people it. didn't like that too much. And uh, <laughs> now, why don't you tell us about uh, how all the backlash came to a head? <laughs> I'll tell <laughs> you, that. that stuff like that really doesn't make my tent pitch. I'll tell you what. God, you just that red ring. Driving that one home, huh? <laughs> yeah, you really, really looking <laughs> pop a boner in this episode. Is that, is, are you asking us to do that for you? Like, you, you oh, want us, is that the goal of this episode? I feel like he's just trying to get a catchphrase. That's yeah. close to as good as my catchphrase. <laughs> well, I was trying to spice it up, but you're just naming off all these boring games. Oh, man, come on now. Uh, Throw some guess. pepper on there. Salt and pepper. Uh, <laughs> pitch a tent. Yeah. <laughs> pitch a tent. Yeah. You know, what, pit, what pitch is your tent, Kyle? Maybe different from what pitch is my tent. 420 okay. sexual space conquest. <laughs> That's what pitches his team. That's baby. what does it. <laughs> I, I think you're so far removed from normal humanity with your sexual prowess that you, you've lost all it touch. It takes a lot. Seems <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much. Speaking too of, much, uh, man. Speaking of right, losing all to... touch, we were talking about Apex. Yeah, no, that's what no, I was about to circle back there. Yes, uh, so it, it, it all came to a head on the, the subreddit there. Where one of the main developers from Respawn decided to call some people asshats. And then that just... Well, that just blew, asshats? That blew, that blew the door open. No, the asshats... Uh, what else was there? Freeloaders. Uh, uh, just I think there's one up. other one. But like, <laughs> I thought man, I a... I'm scrolling. <laughs> Someone help me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought there was a bunch more. I, I think there were only maybe three kind of super negative comments. And they kind of arose out of these people who were like community managers and developers stuff who were being personally attacked. And mm-hmm. So yeah, like it, it was did not look too great on either side, really. Like people mm-hmm. were threatening them and all kinds of cute shit. Exactly. Um, yeah, just a big yeah. food fight. I read the statement that... that they came out with um, where, you know, I think, I think you did a good job kind of cleaning up and saying, Hey, like we, we don't condone that, but we're also not going to tell people not to defend themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not the ones that, that made these decisions and stuff. And I think one of the big things was they had called gamers, Oh, spoiled brats pretty much. Oh, really? And yeah. And selfish and, and some things like that. And this is all obviously direct quote. Um, that I'm giving them, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I mean, the guy came out and he said, Hey, you know, we don't, we, we shouldn't have engaged that way. We're sorry that we did, but we're also not going to ask our people not to, you know, defend themselves when they're being insulted. So yeah. I, I'm sure it's a little bit of the, you know, chicken egg scenario there. Mud was thrown mm-hmm. at some point from someone and, and it escalated, but yes, yeah, I think it, the, the guy making the comments should have been, Make an apology as well, not just the the CEO speaking right. for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like throughout the that whole situation, you know, yeah, 
you hate to justify anybody's behavior, but if anything, maybe it woke them up to some ideas that they're going the wrong way with yeah, the monetization exactly. of their game and what they're doing. So, yeah, I think it said, uh, you know, the the regular ones are like eighteen dollars. Like that's still oh yeah ridiculous to me. Like oh for on. sure. I, I agree. No, like less, like when you yeah you add yeah. it all together. I mean like for I do think it, you you got to be a little out of touch to call people freeloaders or whatever when you're yeah. asking them to pay that much money. I mean you don't pay that much money for a fully featured game and 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 Apex has a lot to offer, but it's still compared to a lot of games. It is not you know it's one map. It's essentially one experience on repeat. And of course there are a lot of variables and that's what keeps it interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. But but it's not like it, it doesn't have a campaign. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. You know, there's not yeah. a bunch of modes. And so it's not something that should have a crazy price point. And then to monetize your cosmetics to a point where you're charging more than double what a what a retail triple uh, yeah. A game would cost is absurd what also gets me too after that they said that it could still be obtainable via loot boxes <laughs> oh that makes it a lot better yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah way to soften that blow i don't know like i said i i don't think either side was justified you know no, for name calling throwing shit yeah. i also don't think it you know would have i don't everything's on the internet now man the, mm-hmm. the, Magnifies everything. I was about to say, that's that's what I was gonna mention. Is that, you know, people need to realize that these developers, you know, they they do have some free will, but they are being directed by you know people higher than them on these these game choices. Yeah, if you're gonna, those are generally the wrong people to attack. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it's not the not the person that you really have. But then, you know, like I said, the other side, people need to stop resorting to death threats. Like, like Jesus Christ, it's a fucking game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Control yourself. <laughs> Because yeah. it's it's always interesting to me whenever you hear developers discuss how those prices are set, and we've talked about it a little bit on the show before. Because mm-hmm. it's 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 generally they're responsible for a certain amount of projected revenue, and so a lot of times the developer themselves and not the publisher is setting that price. Though I'm sure people like EA are coming in and being like, "Okay, look, we think you could probably get a little bit more here, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then you also have whatever digital storefront is offering these things whether that's the microsoft store the playstation store steam epic store and those guys will enter into that conversation so there's several (laughs) players who are taking a cut of this that and and that adds you know to the equation and and if you're pissed you got to be pissed at a lot of different people you know it's, it's not one guy who's making that decision anyway if speaking of getting pissed off i think kyle's gonna be pissed off about the next story because he and cortana have a lot of uh, history together uh, yeah well <laughs> back in my puberty days huh? <laughs> i was talking about how you always inadvertently uh, activate cortana whenever you're playing no, I, knew, yeah, I knew what you were getting at yeah you know mike yeah my connect is off and that thing still freaking pops up every now and then. Like, get out of here Fuck, i didn't even say anything yeah well you know what pull up a chair pitch a tent because we're not in texas anymore boys <laughs> that's my line you stupid bitch uh there there is uh, some the- there's some buzz going around uh that contractors 
have been listening in on, on, on your, your audio and not just your audio that you record by saying, Hey, Cortana, or purposely recording audio, but when you accidentally pull it up, that's saved as well. Oh man, Kyle's having yeah. Vietnam style flashbacks to everything. He's... The contractors are pitching tense. Yeah, so this is a story from Kotaku again. Um, but I mean, that, that pretty well sums it up. Um, they 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 already are listening to a bunch of audio clips when you purposefully record. Um, but this was saying that you know any of those times that you you might be in a party chat and Cortana pops up and you're like no no go away like the the right combination of words allows it to fucking record and they listen to that too. So I don't think it's one of those things where they're purposefully you know listening in for anything other than advertising reasons but still yeah it's, it's a bit of a mess all that stuff's super creepy to me in that article i think i read that they, they said the connect was obsolete so like the xbox could, could listen or you know yeah yeah listen to you without the connect from the beginning yeah not uh that's i think something that's happened within the or last it newer year. models okay yeah I mean, it's a software update, not necessarily a newer Xbox. Yeah, so it's a software update. Okay. Yeah, so anybody's Xbox can pick it up. But I think they're getting rid of Cortana. I I think they They have voice commands and everything. But they're taking Cortana out. You know, and and the reason that that they pull a lot of this audio is is so they can make improvements to their voice based controls and stuff like that. But at the same time, I thought one thing that was interesting in this article is they were talking about how a lot of audio they were getting off of the accidental recordings were like children and stuff. And I don't know, it just, it, it seems like it's, like there's nothing nefarious going on. But at the same time, it's just opening up this avenue for them to do nefarious things with. Mm-hmm. And when money runs all that shit, you know, at some point it's it's bound to happen. I don't know. I don't like it. Well, yep. speaking of things we don't like, EA has a sale this week. I know we're all big fans of EA games oh, around yeah. here. There are actually some good ones, though, on, on this sale. I, I just wanted to highlight it really for one reason in particular. But the deals that stand out, uh, Sims 4, 8 bucks, Titanfall 2, Ultimate Edition, 450 Burnout oh. Paradise Remastered, $5. Um, and then Battlefield 5, um, which came out last November, is a whopping $18. Ooh. Yeah. Now those are pitching a tent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Well, mission accomplished. Um, and then uh, uh, Star Wars oh. Battlefront Two uh, is seven dollars and fifty cents. It's worth and, none of it. And no, Anthem is twenty dollars. What's well, twenty bucks? Anthem. Anthem. That's worth twenty bucks. On uh, Battlefront Two, I do want to say this for them. That game got so fucked and never recovered, but they're adding instant action back to the game next month. So you can play the big battles in single players. You don't have to fuck with all the bullshit of the online play where people got all those stupid star cards and got overpowered. And that's how I basically played the old old Battlefront games. So it might be worth $7 to do that again because the game is good. It just, it's like... Mm-mm. How it empowered people through those loot crates and stuff fucked mm. the whole game. But 
if you could remove the online component and just play those large scale battles, I think it'd be a lot of fun. So that that about wraps the the highlights on the EA sale. I just wanted to point it out because pretty low prices on some games that aren't terribly old that you might have missed and error in Yeah, for sure. Sexy for prices. Sure. Sexy prices. Yeah, what those prices do for you, Kyle? Go ahead. I already said it. <laughs> okay. Just enough to want to say it again. Nah, I got out of my system on that one. Well, speaking of Kyle pitching a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Kyle damn near destroyed the tent when he saw the trailer for Disintegration. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about this game? Yeah, it's like one of those Texas naders went through and blew the tent up. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in Texas anymore, Kyle. My phrase came up with that. Yeah, uh, it looks interesting. My initial vibe was like, okay, it's like a realistic destiny. Yeah, yeah. And then I was uh, I was kind of off-put almost. It was like a corny intro, like the guy talking oh, to his crab yeah. cycle. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like all this exposition. He's given all this yeah. terrible background <laughs> to a weird. machine. I agree. Yeah. It was so bad. And then, better than that. and then at the end of the trailer, they have another character come in and is like, yeah. Pointing out how dumb it was, and then caught him in the which, Oh god, I I hate that like style of humor. Uh, that like, it, it oh was... look how silly you are. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> like I could have just they could have done more of the game instead of just yeah that little exposition thing there. But yeah, uh, I'm hopeful. I mean, it's, it, with the Marcus Leto uh, being what was it the co-owner. Co CEO or yeah, yeah, co founder. Uh, excuse me, one of the co founders. Yeah. Oh yeah, of the V one Interactive behind him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they talked about multiplayer in it. I can't remember. One of you guys remember off the top of your head, like how many players it said, but it's forty two. Yeah, I don't think so because it's like a mix of like a strategy game and and a shooter because you you have troops you command on the ground. Um, and then you're flying up above, and I I just can't imagine you having a ton of players with that setup. I would imagine you know uh, that's five what I would or think, so but would be kind of yeah. In this article, it says a a huge multiplayer component. <laughs> so whatever that means. But if you guys wanted, my, did you guys want my opinion on it? Yep. I just I think it looks great. Um, I loved the cinematic they showed. Uh, okay. I thought the humor was just dead on, like right up my alley. Um, you know, I'm really happy they didn't show too much gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. Left it mysterious. So all in all, I thought it was great. I'm really excited for this game. I think the multiplayer is going to be awesome. Um, there's this really cool component where you kind of fly above the battle. And command you're troops. such a shill. You're such a company man. Uh-huh. Fuck you. What a lark. I hate you. <laughs> Eat shit and die. I'm typing all of this on Reddit right now, you little bitch. <laughs> no, but for real, I thought I thought it looked. In- but I'm afraid that, that you're at a point, at least on console, with like space shooters and stuff like that, where yeah. everything's just going to get compared to Destiny. Yeah. So I do agree with you, Kyle. I think if you really wanted to show people, like, hey, this is something new and different, show them a little bit of... Yeah. Even if you don't have gameplay, show them a little bit of how it's supposed to play. And I know they showed a little bit, but it, mm-hmm. it just wasn't... What they did show looked really repetitive. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you fly over here and then you park and oh, your stuff shooting. starts hitting stuff and people at a barn. Yeah. It just I don't know. It just I don't know why you're shooting them. I thought like the design was kind of interesting. That mix of like future tech and then that rural environment and stuff. Yeah. Was kind of mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, did you guys? Did you hear that across my mic? Yeah. Mm-mm. That thunder. Oh, damn. That's gonna oh, be annoying. Shit, dude. I did. Oh no. Yeah. Nature oh, well. sucks, dude. Overrated. Oh god. Uh oh. That's foreshadowing on the game. <laughs> yeah, <it> sure is. <laughs> Talking about a shitty game, Thunder starts rolling. God knows you were lying about your <laughs> statements earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, more on it. I I really sure. enjoy like strategy games and stuff, and so mm-hmm. I'm I'm all about it being good. I hope it's good. Wasn't super thrilled by the corniness of the trailer, and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of another game that's not good, No Man's Sky got their big <laughs> update. And this came out last week. Um, this is called Beyond, and it added a VR component to the game. It added um, kind of a more seamless multiplayer experience. It added a social hub for multiplayer kind of uh, like destiny has with the tower. Um, it added a lot of more of a, a, a kind of a guided experience for players when they're starting the game. Um, so it's not so easy to just get completely overwhelmed and lost in it. it does a little bit more handholding. Um, and I got completely overwhelmed and lost in it. Yeah. Well, there's that, but it, it, I played the game initially after their next update came out last year. Um, I didn't play it when the game first launched. I watched a lot of coverage of it as everything was burning around it. Um, but they've yeah. done a lot of work on the game. And and while I'll kind of probably... You see, sh- you went off right when you said that, dude. Yeah. Um, while I share probably Brooks's thought that this isn't exactly my style of game, I would probably disagree with them. I think it is a good game at this point. It's probably just not one that's for my taste. But I, I had a pretty good time playing it uh, the time I spent with it this week. If, if you've been gaming for as long as we have, it's an interesting game to play just from an experience standpoint. There's no other game where you're everything's so seamless. You're flying from planet to planet, and you enter a planet's atmosphere, and you're seeing that fiery red around your ship, and you land, and the planets are so completely different in how they look and what is there on that planet. And you can discover old abandoned technologies and um, all kinds of different things. Um, I get that in destiny. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's well, and I think that's kind of part of the issue. Cause I think a lot of people, when they saw the game coming out again, Destiny's been around so long and has such a history that like you said, Brooks, it's, a lot of people are going to compare any space game to Halo or Destiny. Just they've been around forever. And this game, I think a lot of people expected more of a maybe maybe more satisfying combat or more something of a narrative, you know? Like, I, I think they, they were expecting something more in that vein. Um, and it's not so much of an RPG-ish thing or an action thing. It is more of a survival and base building um an exploration game and and yeah that so if you're into that like if you like minecraft if you like arc survival if you like conan exiles 
I think this is a great game. I think you'll have a lot of fun in it. And I think it's in a really good spot right now. Um, if you don't enjoy those things, I would avoid it. I don't think it's going to be worth your time. Um, but it's I, not, <laughs> it is, it is like a big time investment. Cause I mean, it's one of those games where it's like, Oh, I like, for instance, just personal example, you have to fly to a second planet. It's one of the first steps in the game. Well, the second planet I could make it to based on my fuel was this highly irradiated planet where I couldn't stay outside of my ship very long. But then it's wanting me to, like, build a base and do all this shit here. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking build a base on this planet. I can't be outside for very long. Yeah, fuck this planet. Fuck this planet. And so then I had to scavenge enough resources to fly off of the planet. But then I didn't really have enough fuel to get very far. And so then I all I could get to was like this like nuclear planet that's this dying planet. It was only a mild improvement over the last fucking thing I was at. So that was a little irritating. It's just like the managing of, of the fuel and stuff like that early on. I'm sure that becomes very simple as you uh, are able to kind of resource farm and all that kind of stuff. Cause they have a lot of systems in place where you can build different technologies that'll process and produce a lot of the materials you need. But if you're just looking to get into the action and stuff, it's that can be a little discouraging, but I, man, I think the environments are great. I think the exploration is super cool. I, I think the flying, the ships are cool. Um, I don't know. I don't hate it. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you get that gun that that you shoot at stuff and it makes it into other stuff. That's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah, you have, you have like the mining laser to get certain things and you have a terrain manipulation tool where you can destroy terrain or build terrain up and stuff. Um, and then you can make different structures now and change the colors and all that kind of stuff. I, I think this does a lot of stuff well. Can you set up camps on some of these different worlds? Yeah, you can set up bases on the different planets. You can name mm. undiscovered planets. I don't stuff. think that's what he was getting at. Oh, he was talking about pitching Add tents. Add to my conquest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that this game would pitch your tent, Kyle, but it'll mm. pinch, some, pitch somebody's. It might pinch it, too. I don't fucking know. Pinch uh, it. <laughs> Whoa. Um, this is what happens. That's what happens when Hunter's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's worth checking out if you like survival games, exploration games. Yeah. Um, it's in a good I'm spot. too harsh on it. It's not, no, it's not horrible. It's not for you. It's just not my, not my cup of tea. But they have done a lot. I agree, Josh. Yeah. I, I think it's worth commending them because we're in an era of so many shitty fucking games coming out that it's interesting to see a game that was so shitty upon release improve and become like a very solid game, you know, particularly in a year of rage Two and Anthem and all that shit. Like it's, it's kind of refreshing to see somebody refine their game and make a really good product after a lot of backlash and upset players. So I, I kind of wanted to discuss games um, that came back from, from the dead and, and kind of on two fronts, I'd like to talk about maybe games that, um, like No Man's Sky that released were not received particularly well and then improved over time. And then maybe also games that-, that had to pivot, you know, like in development that weren't quite what they needed to be. Because I think both of those are, are interesting. 
Do you guys yeah. have any games that, that you enjoy that at one point were like just total dog shit? Black Ops 4. <laughs> I almost deleted yeah. that one at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what changes did they make that, that made you go, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in? Well, I think they, not completely, but they did improve a little bit on their, their party system. So that, that helped a lot. And then, yeah. you know, just like any multiplayer game, they just playing online, you know, more, more crisp, more streamlined. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't as clunky playing online as when it first came out. I agree. They, they did have a shit ton of party issues. I, I think a lot of that was almost tied directly to Xbox. I don't think they had as many networking issues on the other systems, but yeah. I'm, I'm with you, dude. That was super fucking frustrating to launch. Brooks, do you have a, a game that was basically something that was ill-received initially, but you grew to love it because of changes they made? Not really. I can't think of yeah. one. Off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I always think, like, I know that you love Overwatch, and I, I think that's a good example of the type of game that it was never never fucked up. You know, it was never dead. When the game came out, it was great. When it was in beta, it was great. Um, but it was a completely different game before it came out. And I, yeah. I think even that is super interesting. I mean, it was a, in production. It was a game called Titan, and it was supposed to be a massive multiplayer online shooter and there were different classes and stuff in it. And they pivoted that to a hero shooter um, just because they felt like it wasn't exciting enough. It wasn't captivating enough. Um, and they made, you know, one of the best competitive games on the market um, out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know any of that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, Rainbow like... Six uh, Siege is the same way. It was, it was initially in development. It was a game called Rainbow Six Patriots. And Ubisoft canceled that in 2013 and then brought out Siege in 2014. Maybe the beta was in 2014. Maybe the game launched in 15. My memory's yeah. me. But they scaled all that back. I mean, it had a story. They showed a trailer of it. Fuck. It was probably 2011 or something where it was like, um, I should remember there's like a hostage situation and it was like, you're going to have to make tough ethical decisions and blah, 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 blah. And then they canceled the game. And then it turned I, into. I wonder if the new Call of Duty is gonna pull. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're canceling the campaign, and it's just gonna be multiplayer because that seems to be what people like. Yeah, oh, that's too yeah. funny. Um, but those two games, I, I think you know, as far as games that have improved over time, I think Diablo. We've talked about that one to death on the show. I won't go into that one so much, but that's like the classic example of a game that was on death's door and completely changed a system to fix it i think destiny has done it twice which is like a good and a bad thing it's a good thing that they fixed the game it's a bad thing because they didn't learn from their mistake the first fucking time mm -hmm. and they made it again in the second game <laughs> like what were your issues with the, the destiny one starting out because i don't remember having any myself I think for me, like before Taken King came out, it seemed like I didn't really know why I was chasing things. <laughs> I don't know. It was like you. you needed yeah, so many is. materials and stuff. And, and and don't get me wrong, the game's always grindy, but like there wasn't as much incentive to reach what you were trying to get. You know, like the raid gear and stuff was always good. That was always cool. But beyond that, 
it always felt to me like, God damn, like, why am I doing this? I felt like they didn't really have much of a sense of a story and stuff at that point. And gotcha. that kind of deterred me as far as like my agency to play it. And um, I think Taken King really beefed up the story and gave you an interesting villain, introduced uh, probably the best raid the game's had not the best one of the yeah. best. I, I think some of the changes to how they did materials and stuff at that point, they simplified a lot of that. You didn't need as many stupid random pieces to infuse stuff. And I'll give them that. Yeah. They, they've gotten better about that in the second. I have a hopeful. <laughs> you have a hopeful. Yeah. Hit me. I read that online. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If they can, uh, if they can add some, some more role-playing components and heists, heists and some other stuff yeah. like that. They could really revitalize that. But the game has, like the online portion has such a strong foundation just in like how well it plays and yeah. like, mm-hmm. how easy it is to group up and stuff. If you're just comparing it to GTA online, um, which I mean, Kyle, it seems like you haven't had as much problems as we've had in the past with that. So that's probably gotten better over time. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, there was a time where that was a fucking pain in the ass trying to get in the same lobby on GTA Online. And on oh, yeah. Red Dead, we never had that issue. Um, and the world looks great. I thought there would be some type of compromise on just the open world and the space and stuff, but everything looks really wonderful. Um, it still feels lived in and cool. And, you know, they just haven't added much. They added the gambling thing. But I'm, I'm with you, dude. I, I'd love to see that one expand out. Yeah, they need to fix their giveaways on that. <laughs> <laughs> because there's still, you can get fishing lures and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. And all that. Oh, come on. That one's tough because, like, GTA, GTA, how, how they yeah, you kind of the incentivize you. Yeah, it's, it's almost like Destiny, mm-hmm. where it's like the shit you want can be so damn cool that, like, you'll put up with the bullshit, right? Like, you're, you'll do the, these tasks that are not mm-hmm. particularly fun <laughs> and you try to get there. But Red Dead, yeah, it's like, for them, they can't really do that. They can't go, oh, get this super cool fucking thing. I mean, you can get weapon skins or something. You know, yeah, that can be yeah. fine. But there's not a lot you can do with that era. And so for them, it really has to come down to just make great content. And that takes time. Mm-hmm. I'm with Brooks. I, I think it'll happen. I, I think yeah. it'll take a year, year and a half. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they announce something in the near future. Well, I see. No, I don't think they should try to even get to like. GTA Online's level. I, I'd like to actually see some more DLC from them, kind of like they did in GTA 4. Like, get back to that single-player DLC on this game. Yeah, that DLC was excellent in 4. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they still have, you know, people have glitched out and gotten to, like, the Mexico portion of that map or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's there. It's, like, rendered in the game, and it's not being utilized in any way right now. I don't exactly. know if it'll be an online portion. Or oh, that's right. I remember talking about that. Player. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, I'll go to Mexico. Ah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's ready to go pitch some tents in old Mexico? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I got one more in. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I would just love to see a picture of Kyle, Donald Trump style, holding a tent. <laughs> it it's says, huge. I love Hispanics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna make him pay for the tent. Oh, oh, dude, the phone got really loud on that one. Jesus. My the turntables have turned here. 
Oh well, boyos, I think that's a that's a wrap. Bruce, why don't you, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get any better than curtain call. Curtain call. <laughs> yeah, uh, that uh, bricks. Why don't you end this episode as we end every episode by telling us what's in the box? It's a tent. You know what to do with it. <laughs> no instructions needed. <laughs> oh, we're not in Texas anymore. Hey, that's my catchphrase. 